Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on our last episode. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. And if there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. As I mentioned on the last episode, this week's show is a little different as I recorded multiple interviews in one day at an event. And because of the limited time for each, I recorded the content without the bio. So let me give a little info on my guest before getting into the recording. Michael Yasny has been in the alternative financing space for more than 30 years. In 2012, he opened up Money Consultants LTD to provide a one-stop financial company that could provide businesses with access to every alternative financing solution that is available to them. Businesses could now make one phone call, have one company help them learn about and arrange all the different financial solutions available to them. His 30 plus years in the alternative financing space has allowed him to learn about and have access to all the different financing options a business will ever need. Business owners can be confident that he will provide the right financing solution that their business needs today and the different financings their growing business will need tomorrow. His business was established and has succeeded in providing businesses with the financing that they need to grow their business. He protects businesses from bullies, be it from creditors, the tax department, or even their own clients. What he's most passionate about is about helping companies that are in financial distress take their business from the edge of bankruptcy to financial success. Now to the recording of today's episode. Well, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Candy. So obviously I read just a tiny bit of your bio, but I would love for you to talk a little bit more about, you know, how you even got into helping entrepreneurs with this area of their business. 
Well, I was in my own business at the time, of which my father didn't think that there was a big future to it. And he had heard about a business to a friend of his called Factoring. Mm. And he didn't know much about it, but he says, what's better than selling money? I couldn't disagree with him. So I met with the individual who owned the business. And for about a year, we went back and forth discussing whether I'd work for him, how I'd work, what ideas. And about a year later, I started working for him. And he had set up a whole new division of financing business to business, as opposed to what he had started with was financing garages that took, you know, fixed cars that had been in accidents. Mm -hmm. So out of body shops, I wanted nothing to do with that. So we started financing B2B businesses. Mm -hmm. And that's how I started in the factoring business and alternative financing. Perfect. So you use the term factoring. Some people listening may not know what that actually means. And so could you give a definition for the listener? Sure. Factoring, also known as invoice discounting, is when a company sells an invoice, a current invoice that's that's owed to them, but normally they'd be getting paid in 30 or 60 days. They sell that to a factoring company who gives them generally on average about 80% right away and the other 20% less the factoring company's fees when the factoring company gets paid. And what happens that way, you're really selling your product or service COD, although you're still giving your clients 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. The factoring company is making their decision based on who you sold to. So they're not going to buy from the local butcher that you sold some printing to. They want the people that owe you the money to be very, very credit worthy, hundred mm-hmm. million, billion dollar companies. That way, that's the credit that you're putting up when you're selling them your invoice. Mm-hmm. This is how you grow your business quickly because you're now run a business COD, even though you're giving 30 and 60 day terms. Right. So someone listening may have heard you say, of course, less the discount fee, you know, that you're going to be charging. So generally speaking, what is the percentage that they have to pay for being able to collect this money earlier and using a company such as your own to be like that middleman, advance the cash to them and collect, you know, from the client? Um, Let's just say the average is about 2% a month, which people may say, well, that's very expensive. That's what a Mm. Credit cards companies charge in that. Well, mm-hmm. it's not that expensive because you're only using the service when you need the money to perform another sale. So what right. you really consider this is, is a commission that you would pay to a salesperson to get you business. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're taking that money and you're using that to get the next order. So the next order may be $100,000 and you're going to make $30,000. But if you didn't have the $70,000 to do the job, you don't make 30. So mm-hmm. is $2,000 a month that you'd have to pay on the previous order to make 30,000 really that expensive. And remembering, mm-hmm. if you don't need the money, you don't sell the first invoice. Right. So it is a partnership to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Yet you don't that nobody owns any part of your business. Right. Well, and it is a consideration to take into because again, like as you're saying, what if you needed to have extra cash on hand right now to be able to do something, whether it was even buying another you know, piece of equipment or something, and you had to wait that 30, 60 days, you may lose out on those orders you could have now. Or if let's say you were looking at your bank loan, you know, a bank loan is probably more than 2%, you know, so really just taking into consideration everything that's available to the, the business for financing options. It's just another financing option that is available. Correct. And most people use factoring when they can't get bank financing. Mm-hmm. A bank financing, 
you're borrowing money. A factoring company, you're selling a finished product. That's why a brand new company started on Tuesday can get financing from a factoring company on Wednesday if they sell to the right company. Where if you start on Tuesday, the bank isn't giving you any months, any money unless you've had success for two solid years or right. you can put up hard security. Right. All right. And every day, every person is involved in factoring when they use a credit card. Because when you go into a store and you use your credit card, the company is saying, we'll take less money because they have to pay a fee to the, to the merchant banking, to the credit card companies. We'll take less money to get paid today. And they're mm -hmm. giving up one and a half, two percent to get paid today on that discount off the credit card. If they don't take the credit card and the customer doesn't have cash, they lose the sale. Mm -hmm. So they're prepared to take less money today to make the sale. That's the same thing when a big company sells an invoice that they sold to a giant. They're getting paid mm -hmm. today so they can do the order the next day. Right. Well, and you have said if the customer of, well, your customer who's going to do the factoring, who's selling to you is selling to, you know, credit worthy clients of their own, you know, then you'll do this factoring. So what is it as a company that you look for when someone comes to you and says, I want to sell my receivables to collect today, you know, or tomorrow for something that I would have to wait 30 to 60 days for? What are the terms, you know, what are the type of accounts that you're looking for that you will say, yes, we will accept this because your customer that's going to pay later is credit worthy? Okay, so the payer, the company you sold to, has to be credit worthy, as I said. Now, what's credit worth? Well, people that sell to the government, people that sell to IBM or Home Depot or Walmart, they sell to other large corporations. Those, because everybody knows they're credit worthy, and as long as the customer, the people that want to factor, as long as they provide the service or the product and it's accepted by the end user, they're owed money. They, that's an asset of theirs. And what they're doing is they're selling their asset. Just like mm -hmm. if you had an extra piece of equipment and you need money, you'd sell that and get some money put in the business. Here you're selling your asset, which is an invoice. Mm -hmm. And that helps you grow your business. Um, maybe understanding the whole process and a customer, what happened to a customer, a story. So mm -hmm. I had a call from a client. He was in the big garbage bins, you know, that construction companies use. He was manufacturing those. He was a small company and he got approached by a huge waste management company and they wanted to buy bins from him because he could produce them in, not in seven to 10 days where the competition, the big players took 90 days. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can get your garbage bin in seven or 10 days, you can start making money in seven or 10 days instead of in 90 days. He looked at this, this, this job opportunity, this business opportunity and said he can't afford it. He doesn't have the money. What's he going to do if they give him all these orders? So somebody suggested factory. I spoke to him and I was prepared to buy the paper. The waste management company was huge. I'm prepared to take their credit. But he was concerned. What are they going to think of me if I want to sell the paper? If I want to sell my invoice, are they going to think I'm in financial trouble? I said, no, they're going to think that your business is so good and building up so quickly that if you got the money, you could keep on going because only good companies can, can factor. Only good companies uh, deal with large companies because only large companies will deal with good companies that can deliver on time. Mm -hmm. He was still concerned. I said, call accounts payable, head of accounts payable, and ask them if they have any conditions about factoring. He called up. There was no conditions factoring except a letter of direction. Then he asked the, the, the person, why don't you care that I'm factoring? And this is what sold the whole deal. 
if you factor, I know you have the money to deliver the orders to me. If you deliver the orders to me, I start making money right away. So what do I care that I send the check somewhere else? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to send it sooner. I'm not going to send it for more money. But I don't care if I send it to another company. If that will allow me to get my product at my place sooner than getting it from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Worked out perfectly. A year later, he sold the company for a lot of money because he got bought by a competitor. Mm. <laughs> so it's so a someone, better way of understanding what factoring is. Mm -hmm. Well, as I say, and someone may have been concerned, and now you were just saying in this example, the customer was not worried about having to pay someone else, but they might not know the process, right? Of, well, if I sell it, do they still pay me and I pay a fee or are they writing the check? And obviously you were just saying they're writing a check to your company and they may have a little confusion around that process. So can you go into a little bit more detail again about how the process actually works and from the customer, you know, the, the person selling the factoring, you know, their customer's perspective of how they're handling that transaction as well. Okay. So what happens is you do everything the exact same way you've done before. Nothing changes except that when the payment comes in, it's going to be going to the factoring company, not to the client. Mm -hmm. And there's a few reasons, but how does that happen? First thing is that the client sends a letter of direction to the accounts payable, not to the sales department, not to the owner, mm -hmm. but to the accounts payable department, directing them to pay all future invoices to the factoring company from this day forward until the factoring company gives a redirection to send the money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So that's how it starts. So the client's done everything else. They don't write a, an invoice for more money. They don't delay it. They, once they have the invoice, they send it to the factoring company. Once the factoring company is comfortable, the factoring company puts money into their account. And the company gets a, a, the invoice just like anything else, but it's directed to pay the factoring company when it's due and payable. So that's how it works. It's pretty forward, straightforward. There is no single company that you drive by and you recognize the name that doesn't pay factoring companies every single day. So every single day, your bank that you're dealing with sends mm -hmm. checks to factoring companies because they're credit worthy. Any credit worthy company out there is sending checks, payments to factoring companies every single day. So mm -hmm. it's not something like you're going out of business. Factoring is only used and can only be a benefit to companies that are growing faster than their present financing can help, mm -hmm. can handle. So if you are growing faster than your financing can handle and you can or are selling to credit worthy companies, you qualify for a factory. It doesn't matter what your financial statement says. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and if someone is listening to this, too, and thinking, OK, I want to factor, you know, so I can get money ahead of time. But I'm confused on how that even works for me to apply payment to my customer. Now, I don't know if you have insight into this. I have had someone who's done factoring before, so I know how it works. But from your perspective, I'd love to hear how you would tell someone how to track the payments. You know, if they've sold it, they're only getting 80% now, 20% later, less the fees. Like, I'm not sure how to keep my books even organized if that's what I'm going to be doing. Okay. So call it a down payment. So some companies sell their service or product, they want 30 or 50% down and then 50% in 30 days or 60 days or whatever it may be. So it's the same thing here. When you sell your invoice, you get paid a down payment of 80% right away. Mm -hmm. And you get the other 20% when the factoring company gets paid. Now, people say, well, how do I know the factoring company is going to tell me when they get paid because they're charging per day? It may be 2% a month, but if I go 42 days, they're charging me for 42 days. 
The factoring company wants to be in and out of an invoice. They can't finance it generally if it goes over 60 days, so they want it off their books. They're in the business of turning money. They're not in the business of trying to beat you for an extra five days of interest. It doesn't pay mm-hmm. them. There's too much competition. Anybody finds out about it and bang, you lose the deal and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So a factoring company is business to buy invoices. The more invoices it can buy, the better they can help you, the more business you give them because your business grows. Now, two years down the road, three years down the road, when you might qualify for bank financing, you're not going into the bank to get financing. You're going into the bank to get less expensive financing because mm-hmm. you already have all the financing you need. Factoring for a growing company is the most powerful form of financing they can get other than an unlimited bank uh, line of credit from a bank. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more powerful because a factoring company will grow with you as fast as you can get the business because that's how they grow their business. Mm-hmm. A bank doesn't care. So the bank says you've met your, you've got to your limit on your line of credit. When you get paid, you'll be able to use it again. And maybe next year after we see your financials, we might raise your line of credit. But a factory company doesn't say that. The factory company says you can now sell to another big box store and it's another half million dollars a month. Give us the invoice. Because the difference is they're not lending any money. The mm-hmm. bank is lending money and hoping they get it back. The factory company is providing you money against something that's finished. The money is mm-hmm. owing. They're just right. giving you an advance against it for a fee. Mm-hmm. So, and what I was talking about, and so I'll just say to the listener, if you end up doing this and you have some questions, you know, it's going to be longer than what we could talk about. But from the bookkeeping perspective, you would receive a payment as if you were paid in full, even though you're not going to get the full amount, less a fee, but that will go into that. But that could cause some confusion with business owners about how they even track the payments for their own customers if they're, you know, using an outside company. Okay, so what happens is a factoring company, a factoring company will send you a copy of the invoice, generally the day they get it, so you can do it into your books. So sorry that I didn't make that part clear. But yes, the factoring company sends you a thing. And don't forget, you can always call up your company, you can always call up IBM, did you pay this invoice? Mm -hmm. You're not prevented from calling up your client to make sure everything's running smoothly. The factoring company generally would do all that, but you're allowed to call them up and make sure that the payment was made or why wasn't it made? Because right. if it wasn't made, the factoring company is going to call you up because they're generally going to want the money back mm-hmm. or they're going to want to find out what you have to do to get them paid. Mm-hmm. Right. So in those terms, so you were talking about, you know, working with companies that are selling like to big companies, you know, well-known, the government, but a lot of my listeners are the small business owner. You know, they're not selling, right. you know, to huge companies. So does it even apply, you know, to small businesses? Well, there's other financing. So my company provides all the different financings or makes the arrangements for all the different financing. So what does a small company do? Well, a small company that's starting has to look at their limited cash that they have in their hands, okay? Every company starts with some money, whether it's $1,000, $100,000, it's generally not enough, but they start with some money. So going to a business broker, those business brokers should have enough knowledge on how to help you stretch your limited funds. So you're starting a business, you need some equipment. Because you're a new company, everybody has their hands out. Nobody wants to give you a lease. Nobody wants to give you anything on credit. So what do you do? Well, when a leasing company doesn't want to give you 100% lease, you can go back to them and take some of the money you have and say, okay, I'll make a 25% down payment on that piece of equipment if you'll lease the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's important to the leasing company because now they're only leasing really a 75% item. 
you're going to pay it down. They have more room in case they have to take it back. But the first 25% has already been paid. So they can get their money out if they have to sell that. So they're more interested in dealing with you because you have some money to put down. And if you use a broker to help you, that broker is going to help negotiate that where you're paying 25% instead of 50% or 100%. That's how you stretch your money there. There's other loans that are available. There's the BDC. Sometimes you can qualify for that, not necessarily when you're brand new, but sometimes a new, depending on the business. There's taking out a second mortgage on your home. There's ways to structure that. And when you need a lease or you need some money, sometimes when the leasing company knows you took a second mortgage to put down 25% on, your, on, your, uh, on the piece of equipment, they're very interested in helping you out because they know you have skin in the game, that you did something right. that's very hard to do. And that's get a spouse to agree to a second mortgage on your house. So there's different ways. Like I said, there's all kinds of different financings, but you have to know about them. And that's why it's best to go to a broker. Both U.S. and Canadian governments provide small business loans, but you have to know about them. And you're better off using a company to apply for you than you are to apply yourself, especially in Canada, where the banks don't want to make the loan, even though the (laughs) government guarantees it. Right. We're short on time for what we have today. So, but I do want to be able to have you share if you have a quick offer you want to share and how listeners can connect with you if they have more questions. Sure. So the first offer is I provide a free consultation and that's not just for 10 or 20 minutes. It's whatever you need for that particular phone call or email. We'll go through things and go and give you an idea of how I can help you and what you really need to look at doing. So that's a free consultation for that. And with regards to getting in touch with me, they can get in touch with me by emailing me at michael at moneyconsultants, which is plural, dot ca. They can go to my website if they want to learn more about different financing, which is moneyconsultants.ca. Or they can call me at 416-565-9455. And we can go from there to see how I can help them and answer their questions. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for being a guest on my show and sharing your expertise in this area. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And if I can ever be of help with another call, please get in touch with me. I'd be happy to be on your show again. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you found this episode interesting and that it answered some questions about financing your new, growing, or in-trouble business. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Michael or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. And would you please share our show information with those you know? I'd really appreciate your support. I hope you can join us for next week's topic. And please remember you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including Google, Tune in Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please leave a review for me on one of those platforms? Thank you so much. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help for You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.